We are The Ho and the Hopeless, a sex-positive podcast focused on empowering women and creating community with grace and humor. We're redefining what ho and hopeless look like one episode at a time. This is Kia. And I'm Deb. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram at The Ho and the Hopeless. This is real poetry right here. Oh. Peace and blessings manifest with every mm. lesson learned. I know it's too deep for y'all. I love this. <laughs> if your knowledge were your wealth, then it would be well earned. If we were made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. Uh, I love oh, those lyrics. Your turn. Oh, yes. Um, head it up. <laughs> go ahead, clear your throat. <clears throat> Stupid boy, think that I need him. I go cold like changing season. I go red hot like a demon. I go ghost for no damn reason. That's um, Stupid by Ash Nico. It's really oh, popular on um, TikTok. What did you say? I didn't say who that was. But people should know that was Erica Badu. Yeah, on and on. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Very what good. made you pick those lyrics? Because um, I just, like, honestly, these days when we do the lyrics, I go to my, like, vulgar playlist, which, is, like, <laughs> has all of my, like, badass, like, woman like mm. songs and i just like i'm like okay i'll choose that one and i was also thinking like oh i don't think he has probably heard this song because <laughs> that's the thing now i never <laughs> i never know yours is you know what i realized your music is always newer music and mine is like oh, old music I it's like that. beyonce erica badu yeah it's very like i think mine is more obvious i'm obvious no it's not obvious at all Okay. No, yeah. How would no one knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll challenge ourselves to do different ones. Mm, I'll probably yeah. just keep doing my old music, and you can keep teaching me things. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. Um, okay. Do you want me to say? Do you want me to say the sing? Sing. Say I want the, you to sing ah, it. Yes. No, uh, say it like there. poetry. Okay. The chorus of the bridge. It's up to you. It's well sorry, done. You All right, I'm going to say the chorus, and then I'm going to say a part of the bridge because the part of the bridge is really important. So pink lemonade, sipping on a Sunday, couples holding hands on a runway. They're all posting a picture in a pic. They're all posing in a picture frame whilst my world crashing down. Solo shadow on a sidewalk, just want somebody to die for. Sunshine living on a perfect day whilst my crash, whilst my world's crashing down. Um, I just want somebody to die for. But then in the bridge, they say, "Does I just want somebody to die for. Does that scare you? Mm-hmm. And I think that second part of where it says, does that scare you, is like, Ooh. it's deep. It's so deep, it's scary. It's like, when you think about love, I mean, like, you think about how emotional love can be, right? Mm-hmm. And how intense it can get for people. Mm-hmm. That, you know, some relationships you look back on you really are willing to do anything that it takes, right? Uh, so, mm. 
You know what Tiana Taylor said one time on her Instagram? It was like, you know how people always say, um, I'll live for you. I No, I'll die for you, but yeah. no one says I'll live for you. Yeah. Mm. That's like, I feel like it's like the same thing. Like the way you define your relationship mm-hmm. is so important. No, that's beautiful. But it's also real scary. Because how, it, how come it's always like that? Why the fuck are we dying for people? Yeah, it shouldn't be that difficult. <laughs> Why is it so difficult? Actually, because love it is. is such a, because <laughs> love is such a strong emotion that people are just like, that's like that. That's that whole like you. Th- you don't know how to. Th- I don't want to say you don't know how to think independently, mm-hmm. but you're just you just. I mean, there's just some people that just know how to only think with love, right? Mm. Like they don't know how to think on their own and their own emotions. They just know how to give a lot of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Pisces. I mean, they're. <laughs> yeah. That's how we are. Virgos. <laughs> <laughs> Not Capricorns. Um, I was gonna say not. <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely. I something I realized. For myself is that the way I perform friendships is a very Capricorn way where mm. I just give my all into a friendship. Such a Capricorn so, trait. I know. It's just like, that's why, caps. yo, if you're friends with us, you're friends with us forever. Like, we're not getting new ones. We've already invested in mm. you. So, like, you're just going to have to deal. Um, <laughs> let's stuck in, with me let's forever. introduce yeah. Pi. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we have this new voice who's like real deep. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sultry. No, so sultry. no, 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 no. Your lyrics were super deep. So I get a little emotional. Please introduce yourself for our listeners. What's up, everybody? It's your girl. Not gonna. This became a late night show. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Pyle, and I mean, I'm a makeup artist. You know, that's my day job slash, mm-hmm. you know, career that, you know, I created. Um, and I'm a, I want to say I'm a Philly native, but, you know, that's just been the last 10 years of my life. I'm actually from Bucks County, so. Um, Claim it's, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all right over there. Um, you know, I also have a podcast, which, yes. you know. It's called the dating culture. If anybody wants to listen, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I you know, I love talking about love. I love talking about dating. I love talking about um, something that I don't actually get to talk about enough on my podcast, which is like sex and you know relationships when it comes like sexual relationships. Um, I don't know if my audience is entirely ready for that. Mm. So, um, but yeah, love is like the core of me. So I just you know, it's something that I love to expand on and like. You know, just even in my friendships, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I don't know. Let's talk about relationships. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about everything. I was going to say, let's specifically talk about sex, though. Yeah. <laughs> so Pyle's podcast is, like, not, it's for everyone, but you tend to talk a lot about, like, South Asian Asian issues in dating, just because that's your own experience. That's your experience, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we want to... You know, I know sometimes you don't always, you do focus mainly on like relationships and like self-improvement and you don't always get the opportunity to talk about sex. So we literally brought you on here to talk about sex. So. Let's talk about sex. Yeah. And we, I feel like we haven't really talked about sex that much yet. So This season, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be good. Um. So yeah, what about our recap? Like anybody? Oh, yes. Any- yeah, Kia, let's talk about it. Oh, I wasn't really saying that because I have much to say, but... Mm-hmm. I but I'm I'm feeling good. Yeah. I feel like I've said that the past couple episodes, which is really good. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I yeah, I'm I don't know. I don't I don't think there's anything new, which is really great not to have any drama going mm-hmm. on in my life. It's mm-hmm. just very 
it's been feeling very calm. Yeah. I feel like this year I am getting more grounded mm. and that feels great. Yeah. So That's now it's February. Interval. Yeah, it's February and I'm still feeling very like I'm feeling stable, stable. Yes. which is weird. Yeah. Like I feel like I don't have like a crazy day every day. I kind of just like plan things out and let those things happen. Mm. I'm right. not saying every day is perfect, but it's just been feeling like I'm like really grounding myself right now, which That's is amazing. really nice. Ride the wave. Yes, yeah. I will. Embrace it until one ma- major shift comes your way and you're like, oh shit, I got to deal with this right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I think that I dealt with like enough shifts. Like now I think I'm, I am dealing with the impact of like a really huge wave knocking me down and I mm-hmm. stood back up and I'm just like standing. That's awesome. Very solidly in the sand. And like in a very humble way. <laughs> way too you're like okay lesson i got you i hear you yeah yes (laughs) so i'm just chilling i'm about to be in la for a few days yeah with deb and some friends with engineer lionel like we're gonna be out there i'm so excited so so yes i just i'm feeling really good Hmm. that's my recap yay yay what about you pile i'm (laughs) <laughs> On the way here, we were talking about some realizations you had during your most recent trip away. And yeah. I think those would be really interesting Let's to share. Let's talk about your trip. Okay, so I've had some really intense realizations in the last mm, probably like three, four months, to be honest. Okay. So <laughs> without you know making this story like five hours long, basically in the last year or two years, so... I've always dated South Asian men mm-hmm. and something that I realized that I needed to detach from is, um, the idea that I should just, you know, box in a certain type of man. So mm-hmm. in the last two years I've dated, you know, outside of the South Asian culture and I've been spiritually, emotionally much happier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just like de- dealing with normal dating bullshit, like, you know, dudes just you know falling off or like you know things just kind of happening right like the normal 2019 2020 dating shit Mm -hmm. right um but the biggest thing that i had right before i left for bali was i felt like i was really just sick of dudes and Mm. and not even like a not even like a sick of dudes like done with their bullshit type stuff i was just like i don't even want a man to touch me like i don't want a man to come near me because they don't deserve this and it was like to the point where it was kind of like a really aggressive emotion um where i was like on dating apps and i was just angry and i was like why like why would i even let this dude near me like does he even is he even capable of knowing my worth or knowing how to read my worth or knowing how to ask me the right questions because the women in my life literally like lift me so high and we all lift each other up so high that it was i was riding this wave of like you know this like feminine power you know and not even like a feminine power that was you know degrading at all to any other people it was just simply like yo my girls really just like lift me up and this is amazing and i was like just men just weren't comparable like at least the men that i was meeting um this is not to say like my guy friends weren't capable because my guy friends were very very capable um but i was just like hitting this point where i was just like yo dudes out here just really don't know how to talk to women and so i was just like getting angry because i was like i'm fighting with like literally the male ego and like male stupidity Mm -hmm. you know and i was like this is just aggravating so like how am i supposed to date and and on top of that i was like dealing with like a sexual blockage where i was just like 
I can't even have a conversation and I definitely don't want you inside of me. And so mm. <laughs> it was just like this constant like internal battle that I was dealing with and I don't know if I don't know what happened while I was in Bali, but <laughs> I was I think that I was telling Deb earlier this today that I think what happened was was that because I wasn't surrounded by the constant thought like cuz you know majority of my female friends were single, right? Like we're yeah. all we're all out there, we're dating, we're trying to meet people. We all come back with the same frustrations, the same stories. Mm. And I was like, you know, because I was in a different country and I wasn't really on dating apps, I wasn't really like interested in particularly meeting people I almost just kind of like uh, detoxed from my own mentalities Mm. because I wasn't triggered to have those conversations and therefore I almost was like forgetting that I even had this mentality that I like hate men you know what I mean because you're just like you know you're in a different place you're thinking about other things you're thinking about other you know subconscious emotions that are coming up like you know what am I going to do like five years down the road or like, you know, thinking about like things at home with like my mom and like stuff like that. Um, and so I was like two and a half weeks of being in a different country. You're like, you come back and you're like, wait a minute. Like, what did I think about men again? Like, what was it again? And I just literally forgot that I hated dudes. And it was just this like mental wa- like wash that I went through. Mm. But also like on the other side of it, we can definitely get more into details was like learning just learning how to like forgive past relationships that were so damaging. Yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier, like reconciling certain relationships to bring like mental peace. Um, the other thing I wanted to share was like something that I realized was that um, there was somebody that I wanted to get back with, like probably like a couple months ago. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I made that attempt and it was just like, didn't really go anywhere. So I was like, okay, word. the takeaway was just simply that, you know, I, he just wasn't willing to do the work and then it was just so clear that I didn't need to be with this person yeah. because it just, you know, it was just like, a, like, uh, what's that phrase? Um, what is it? What is it? Beating a dead horse. That's what it was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just remember the word horse and I was like, wait a minute, that's not it. Yeah. Um, and then I was just thinking like, you know, just forgive, you know, just like the forgiveness aspect of it. Right. So mm-hmm. the little person that I recently, um, reconnected with as an ex that just like in my opinion just did a lot of harm and damage and so once I realized like all right I'm like 31 years old that relationship was like seven years ago like what am I still holding on to you know I've like worked mm. through all of that drama on my own right so like let me just say what's up to him and see how he's doing mm. and there was just such a free-flowing conversation of like apology from his end mm. that it made me feel so free and like I know, and you look back and you're like, wow, this person didn't actually mean to hurt me. We were just young and stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, these are just all like really intense realizations that have come through in the last like six months, um, which have made me feel a lot more free. Yeah. And like sexually free too. And now I come back and like, yo, like all these dudes out here, like they kind of (laughs) cute. I love how you ended it. All of that stuff that you said, and then you're like, there's two guys out here, though. I think that it's important to recognize when you need to take a break from dating because your Mm. own mental can definitely have you out here mad as fuck. Exactly. We get so caught up in our anger. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need to reel it in. It could be something very simple that we're Mm -hmm. just like, Maybe I need to stop having sex and recognize why. Mm-hmm. Or like take time. I look mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. like my my church was fasting, right? And 
they were like, you know, when you fast, it's really so that you can focus on what's important. Put yeah. your mm-hmm. energy, put your energy toward mm-hmm. what makes you like what you should be focusing on. So yeah. you're not supposed to fast and be like, oh, I'm fasting. Me. You're not supposed to complain. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to pray, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because I'm comparing this to sex, but just in general, <laughs> no, though. But it's, but it's similar, when you take yeah. time away from mm-hmm. the things that you know may just like feed you in a way that isn't healthy mm-hmm. you start it, the whole point is to take time away from that so you can recognize what is important what yeah. you should be focusing on yeah exactly and feeding that anger and you probably didn't even notice like you said until mm-hmm. you were gone and away from it that like you were your friends even though it's amazing that you have all this amazing female energy but if y'all all bitter ass bitches yep <laughs> complaining yeah. i'm mm-hmm. one of them i remember when we were talking we were like we're all single let's just leave philly and go like be hoes yeah. somewhere else because we were so sick of like <laughs> yeah of yeah. philly men like yeah. we were all just we can very easily end up just complaining about men you exactly know? Oh and we're all feeding each other energy this for anger sure. this energy yeah. it's such a vicious cycle too right yeah something i've been thinking of is like i believe i speak things into existence mm-hmm. and i've been really I, maybe this year is really the year where i'm starting to really accept that um but you know if i speak things into existence and i'm constantly like angry at men like saying that there's no one in philadelphia for me saying mm-hmm. that they don't treat me right Guess what's gonna happen? Is that like exactly that's what you're just, gonna attract? That's exactly what I'm gonna attract, and it's hard because you know I believe that patriarchy is a system that essentially has made a lot of the majority of men into like assholes in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily think it's their fault. I think that when you have a system that caters to you mm-hmm. um, and gives you certain privileges, it's not that you're an asshole. It's that if, if you have an opportunity, you're going to fucking take it and you're going to mm-hmm. take advantage of it. So I do believe like, you know, when I do say like, ah, oh, men ain't shit, really what I need to say and what I need to start actively like shifting mm-hmm. aloud is being like the system that does this to men ain't shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And having yeah. open conversations with them. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it, you know, we Holding all are accountable. blessed to have men in our lives that we love so much mm-hmm. and we can talk to them and start having conversations with them and then they'll have conversations with their male mm-hmm. friends and their family or whatever so yeah. that we can start. And we talked about like writing things down, mm-hmm. how important it is because I really feel like when I write something down, it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know when. Mm-hmm. It can literally happen in 10 years, but me and yeah. Deb have watched this happen. We're like, <laughs> I write something down that happened not that long ago where like I wrote something down and it happened and Deb was like, that's because... We like wrote it down and mm-hmm. it happened for yeah. us. So it's like a visual. Some of the things that I've been doing is yeah. like writing out like some of the things I feel about like my relationship and like with my friends and all these things. And it's yeah. really opening up my mind yeah. a lot and mm-hmm. making me recognize, you know. I think it's just like, you know, look, we were talking about this earlier, just like giving. Even, just like you give any friend constructive criticism, mm-hmm. give a man constructive criticism. And we we're talking about like people holding people accountable, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're going to stop talking to somebody, just explain to somebody why you think that you shouldn't yeah. talk yeah. to them. And the yeah. thing is, if you respond in a way that it's like, all right, well, you know, I didn't think that this was the case. You know, it's just, it's obvious that you're like uncomfortable and you're insecure with the fact that somebody's giving you constructive criticism and that's mm-hmm. fine, whatever you know, X person did their due diligence by being like, okay, well, this is what I thought and this is what you need to know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just so important because I think it 
I don't know. It's it's. I feel like it's like worse to leave somebody just hanging mm-hmm. rather than being like, okay, well, this is why I didn't really appreciate the date, or this is why I didn't appreciate yeah. yes. how this happened. I just had this conversation with um, one of my cousins because <laughs> she went through something with a guy, and we. Okay, so me and one of my other cousins, we were... It was my one cousin who went through a whole thing with a guy. Mm-hmm. And then it was me and my other cousin. We were, like, on three-way FaceTime, which is also amazing that we can do that now. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I was, like, the bad angel. My other cousin was the good angel. And she's like, I think that... She convinced me that I was wrong. Because mm. I was saying, don't talk to him anymore. This is the third time he's acted this way. da 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 And then my other, other cousin said... I think you should tell him, like, what he did wrong or whatever. But yeah. mind you, this was repeated offense, you yeah. know? Sure, yeah, yeah. But it was becoming <laughs> toxic. It was yeah. it was becoming toxic. Sure, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying, you know, like, I am so sick of men doing this, this, and this. Like, you are this, you are amazing. Why would you ever, like, just be done yeah. with him? Yeah. And my other cousin's like, actually, I really think that she should just tell him what he did wrong. Yeah. I'm like, what is he, five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what like, he did wrong. But you know, like, honestly. Honestly, you got to talk to them sometimes like their mother would talk to them. You got to yeah. let them know what they did wrong. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, but but that was what we talked about. We yeah. sick of being people's mothers. So yeah. I'm, so we met in the middle. She told them <laughs> how she felt and then she blocked them. I think we're yeah. always... So, that's a great so every, everyone won in this case. I think we're always going to have to be that motherly figure. I think Whether we so like too. it or not. I think so too. <laughs> And that and that's a whole other conversation for another time, possibly yeah. today, but we'll see. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like in general, I think that in my but my point was my cousin who was saying she should talk to him was saying that it's important to let people know how you're feeling. It can come off as very immature mm-hmm. if you are constantly complaining about men but not telling them what they did wrong. And she's like, Maybe mm. you can save the next woman some yeah. heartbreak and some pain because yeah. you're telling him you know yeah you can't act this way we're constantly Definitely. complaining about men and being like and throwing a lot of these expectations at mm. them being like well they should do this and they should do that and it's like well how would they know right right how would they know you know what yeah. i mean how would they know to like approach a woman in a certain way how how do how would they know that this is how they how you want to be approached i mean like think about it like put yourself in the position of a guy right being mm-hmm. like all right i'm gonna go talk to that girl that's nerve-wracking as fuck because you know what when i was in bali i was sitting at a yoga fucking the place called yoga barn and i was like that dude is so fine and i'm sitting there like all right should i just go up to him and i was literally like my i saw him four four times within a two-day period and mm. I was like, all right, this is wild. Like, maybe I should just go up to him and say hi. And, like, my stomach was in knots because I was mm. so nervous. And I was like, this is and what guys have to go through, time. you know? Like, yeah. men and, and me. I don't think they have the same feeling in their stomach. They don't have the same feeling, but they also mm-hmm. got to face rejection. Yeah. Because sure. all mean, the like, time. Yeah. And you know what? I really think that men, we have a friend, we all know this person, that was saying um that they will swipe on or did i say this already on i can't here? remember but on, they'll swipe on tinder for every girl until yes, they yeah. get I knew that. yeah until and then you know like they don't look we're so selective and guys will just be like i'll just see whatever the fuck happens like see who i match with and experiment. i and you I'm know what man. one time i accidentally <laughs> swiped for this guy right by accident i swiped for this like really like dorky looking white dude who i know did not mean to swipe for me but we matched i swiped by accident and he swiped because he was one of those people Mm. or men who 
always they just will match with anyone because they swipe for every woman i'm like we did not this should not have happened i guess it's not really a bad thing right because you're like i mean it's still like there's still technology in between so it's not like you're face to face right but my okay oh no go ahead go ahead i was just gonna say my point is i feel like men do that all the time just in Mm. general in life because uh oh you know what no because because a friend of mine was saying that they feel like she's like why am i attracting all of these men who are I don't bullshit. Like, why am I attracting them? And I'm like, girl, it's not you. They will go after anybody. <laughs> yeah. All of them go after anybody. Yeah. I've actually never asked a dude like how they use dating apps. I just talk to my girls. Yeah. And usually yeah. it's like, I deleted Tinder today, and then it's like the next day, like, all right, I'm back on Tinder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like Tinder dress update. I'm in a relationship yeah. with my like dating funny. apps. Yes, <laughs> yo, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Wow, wow we gotta wow. quote that. I'm in a relationship <laughs> with dating apps. It that's really though. It. Those are my updates with my friends. It's not like, oh, I dated this guy. It's like, it's oh, really- I started using Hinge or I started using raya or i started using like you know the league or whatever it's really hard though because it's really like i mean we're selective because we don't want to share our energy with the wrong man yeah yeah because you know we're emotional creatures right and more emotional than men right and so i think like we are just more cautious right because Mm -hmm. we just keep going through this cycle of just like getting hurt and we and honestly to be it's crazy to think this it's so much more dangerous for us to date than for men oh my god and that's something that also should be talked about i guess we should talk about it right now is that it's it's really dangerous for us when we are on these dating apps i Mm. get nervous 100 percent I don't, even if it's not on a dating app, it can be a man I know. If you get yeah. too drunk and too touchy, like, what do I do? How do I, you yeah. know, like, it's, it can be, it, a date can get real uncomfortable, yeah. real fucking fast. Definitely. It's funny even that you not say even, that. Not even just dating, us just going out. You, yeah. I've had this issue for so long yeah. that it got to a point where me and some, again, feeding off of other energies of my friends, mm-hmm. where we were going out angry. Mm. Like, we knew, we came, it was like we were going out for battle. Like, we all had. <laughs> to just yeah. be like we're like if one war. of our friends is dancing we like surround her so no one like attacks her yeah like, that's how you it know is. yeah and that's now, how it used to be and yeah. when i was younger i used to go out a lot with my girlfriends now i go out a lot with guys yeah and mm-hmm. i and it's a shame that when i'm out with men i feel so much more protected and that's the most fucked up it's crazy frustrating like, when I was, thing that i feel that way i shouldn't have to be with men to be yeah. protected it's, when i was in bali i legitimately just didn't feel comfortable going out just because i mean mm. you're in a different country whatever like but that wasn't even like the main reason i was like i just actually don't like going to bars where i know there's going to be drunk men yeah it just makes me so uncomfortable like and i was also like this was like also the beginning of the trip when i was still feeling like yo if a man touches me like i'm gonna lose my shit like Mm -hmm. but there was this this scenario that i was already creating in my head like if something happens this is how i know i'm gonna react and i could physically feel like my blood starting to boil because i'm Mm -hmm. like if somebody touches me my arm is gonna swing at you and And, that's a mental and and it's already i'm already like subconsciously there Mm -hmm. i'm already subconsciously in that scenario without it even happening and i'm and then you snap out of it and you look around you're like everybody's just dancing and chilling and you're bugging out right now you know but 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 it comes from somewhere it comes from somewhere it happened to you and your friends multiple times you were assaulted and that's another thing we're not even allowed to like use yeah. certain language yeah. or we can but we get judged for it yeah like yeah. for saying like i was assaulted because someone grabbed my ass or whatever but that is but assault, that is assault. That is assault. You yeah touch my body you touch yeah. my 
let's get real like every uh, single woman i know has been assaulted oh 100 yes i've literally like been like some dude i mean this is this is the only time this ever happened but i remember being at like i forget it was like some club on like delaware ave and it was like this they used to have like big south asian parties back in the day and like some big fucking dude just comes up behind me and just pushes me like it was a I'm like am particularly looking at you because I want to like hurt you. It mm. wasn't even like y'all like I'm in the way kind of shit. Like it was just like he straight up pushed me, and I looked around. And I was like, who the fuck just touched me like that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that was like that was the only time that ever happened. But m- most of the time, if I was going out to the clubs, like you said, like you're protecting your girls. You're yeah. literally yeah. just like, yeah, like we have it's signals. So we have signals when we're looking at each other. Yeah. Like yo, I need help. And the conversation yeah. really needs to be like men, m- men that act that way need to have friends that hold them account. Like mm-hmm. there are times when guys will do shit to me and I go around his dumb drunk ass and go to his friends and be like, get your boy. Yeah. You're more fucked up than he is yeah. for letting this happen. You but know? this is also like, like why this is also why I think I had this like anger towards men, too, because mm-hmm. I just, you know, like the last 10 years of your life when you're developing as an, a grown woman. Mm-hmm. You think about how many times yeah. you've been to a bar or a club and some dude just like grabs your arm and you're like don't i don't want to be touched you know what i mean and then when you get too mouthy it's like ego comes out and it's like what what you know what i mean like they start like trying to like fight you almost and you're like what and this starts so dad do you remember that time when that little like 14 year old smacked my ass yes there was a shit do you remember that yes (laughs) there was a little boy on a bike that was riding by and just smacked my ass and kept on going that's wild and without getting without getting into too much detail (laughs) i ran to my car and told okay first of all i was on the phone with my mom (laughs) yes and at the time that it happened and i got sick i was pissed off it was two little boys and they're on their bikes and i got smacked like and i had on a really thin jumpsuit and so he got like in no underwear so he really got a good chunk of my ass no and my mom was actually we were meeting up at my apartment which was less than a block away and my mom is driving towards where i was and she was gonna like we were gonna go somewhere so like she's driving towards me he's riding in that direction i'm on the phone with her and my mom was like what are you, she, she's like, what just happened? And I'm like, this little boy just grabbed my ass. Long story short, my mom ends up like pulling <laughs> around and like cursing this kid out. I end up like getting in my car, following them. My mom was like, they went that way. Oh and my I'm God. like following them in my car, ended up talking to his grandmother. Oh my goodness. It became a whole thing. I almost fought this little boy. I would have too though. You're but like- he learned at a very young age, do not fuck with women. Because it's not okay. Like, he really was scared. So irresponsible. I'm like, I have, I'm a grown woman. You do not act this way. You don't go around just smacking people's ass. Like, don't do it to little Ooh. girls, but you are on the street fucking with grown-ass women. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have a crazy-ass boy. At the time, my boyfriend really was crazy. And I was like, <laughs> I have a crazy-ass boyfriend that will beat you with a bat. Oof. Who carries one in his trunk. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. But again, I felt like I needed to be protected by a man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a problem. It really so is. Our anger, my point is, our anger is valid. However, for our own mental sanity, yeah. mm-hmm. we have to, like, detach from that. Yeah. Speak to our guy friends, our guy cousins, our guy brothers, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I mean, just positive self-talk yeah it's really hard to figure out that balance because i do i I really think that every woman is valid when if someone says like men are trash to me 
I'm like, I cannot say like no to you because you probably have had so many countless experiences, like at least a dozen where that kind of like mm-hmm. is proven. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely try not to like invalidate it. But like, it's also like, damn, I really obviously something has to change. And mm-hmm. if it's my mental thought patterns that has to change in order for me to like have a better outlook on dating and life. Yeah. I think dating changed for me when I started the podcast because mm. I think it got like, you know, just being able to talk about it freely. Right. W- yes. like, just let me like release a lot. 100%. So yeah. um, that was a huge change, but also like, you know, recognizing it and also maybe even sometimes calling our friends out when they're like a little bit like too. I think it's so much fun to have like a shit talking session with your friends (laughs) and like well needed and deserved and therapy but like you know sometimes if your friend is like a little bit too much on that side mm-hmm. you don't need that energy like, yeah also, we like, do you that, have to i think that me and you will be like we're getting a little bit negative yeah we're, we'll switch it up yeah, yeah I mean, that's what's up well also like um i mean some like when you have that one friend in the group that just don't know how to hang yeah that that friend get cut real quick yeah true. <laughs> or like i mean if you've been friends with this person for a long time i'm talking about guys that come into the group like yeah you just know like all right this person just doesn't really fuck with the crowd you know what i mean yeah and if you think about it in the last like year at least since i've at least two years at least since i've been back in philly and like you know like refinding my friend circle mm-hmm. like everybody that i've met has been like through a connection of a connection of a connection right mm-hmm. so it's like trusted connections right and so it's not like i'm going out to like you know play like bars and stuff that i wouldn't ever normally ever go into and being like all right this is like this this is like my scene you know what i mean yeah. it's just literally been like the the network that i've built has been like oh word like i met you know deb and like i met you through deb and like mm-hmm. i met like bets and like all these guys like all these people like amazing amazing like people and like that's just how i want to navigate creating my social circle so i think it's Mm -hmm. really important and i had this conversation with a friend about um like you know basically um sorry i lost my train of thought Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like 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 creating that trust within your friend circle mm-hmm. and then therefore just like letting the flow of like people kind of come in that way and mm-hmm. and it's it, it's beautiful if you find love within that type of connection it's obviously hard but um yeah it's just you know yeah I don't know. yeah i feel that i always tell my friends to set me up on dates um, that's the yeah. best thing I ever do, though. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that Pyle's our friend because we're just like talking we're and just, like, like <laughs> we're, we haven't gotten yeah, into podcast. like anything. Okay, let's let's create some yeah. structure here. Yeah, I mean, so let's just go into our subject. We kind of touched yes. on it a little bit, but mm-hmm. you and I were talking about like, I guess like responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something we always believe. Um, you know, there was this tweet that like really exemplified it, and I'm gonna try to find it. But um, something we believe is, like, we believe in, like, you know, there's value in, like, hooking up and, like, having casual sex. But I don't think, I think a lot of people believe that, like, casual sex is void of responsibility. And I think that, basically, if you are engaging with someone on any level, whether it be physically, mentally, especially in the romantic, like, capacity, mm-hmm. you're taking on, like, a certain level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does that look like for you? Like, if you're casually hooking up with someone, what do you expect from them? And, like, what mm-hmm. do you, like, think that you should, like, see? Mm-hmm. Okay, off the bat, 
Um, if we're gonna have sex, yo, just text me the next day. Rules. <laughs> yeah. We should come like, up with a just, rule book. Just say, just a rule like, book of things that need to happen. And number one, text me the next day. Mm-hmm. I think that's I just think text that's me good. the next day. You okay, know what I mean? What like, if it's or a if one I night stand. text me the next day. Ugh. Yeah. See, I had a problem with the guy I had a one night stand with. I wanted us to have a mutual understanding that that was one time and it would never happen again. Right? It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was just. It was one I time. I think you could. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I no. Talk that I think if you establish. <laughs> i think if you establish that which you know when normally i feel like most of the time when you have a one night stand it just happens right like you don't yeah yeah you don't ever have we left the club and you know (laughs) we was was both feeling things we was real drunk i don't know i just feel like there's something about and maybe this is like much more like a little bit more intense and i think this is something that i you know realize much later in life as i've grown into a woman mm-hmm. um is that like i'm sorry if my body is sore because we had sex last night and i don't even hear from you mm. that's emotionally painful yeah more I than, more than it that. is more than it is physically because yeah. i'm just like i've been in those scenarios and i'm like well like we were just you were just at my place you know what i mean or i was mm-hmm. just at your place and like it's just like i'm physically like not or like you know, my like every time like I've ever had sex with somebody, like I always end up getting a UTI, and I'm mm-hmm. like, then mm. I have to go to fucking Planned Parenthood, or I have to go somewhere and get medicine. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm not. That's sitting, a great point. No, I'm that's not, that's definitely. I'm not sitting here saying relevant. you gotta come with yeah. me, but like, like if and I don't. I, and here's the thing: like we as women, we don't want to go you know text our hookup and be like oh i got a uti like you know yeah. whatever you know what i mean like we just share it with our girls yeah but it really is it's a health it's it's like a health concern you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like we don't definitely we don't think to- i've i've had guys like it's so cute when after we have sex and a guy is like you should go pee now i'm like <laughs> yeah i get up right away i'm like bitch i'll be right back when yeah. a guy, there was a guy i really did not like at all but that was the cutest thing in the world for him it is to be really like, sweet it is really for sweet for us yeah. to have sex and be like you should go pee now and I'm like oh you I know care. that is you like you really you also, you understand. you also Definitely. understand yeah. how important it is to go do that like yeah. this dude was married so clearly his wife had got a UC hot well what? Hold on, wait, wait, back He was track. not married when we hooked up. I was like, hold on, wait, He's do you want to tell us the real Let's story? Let's pause. I've actually never had sex with a married man that Better I knew mind. of. He was, well, that was in the relationship. He sure. was separated from his wife. Um, <laughs> he was. Um, I no, promise okay. you. I was you. That's so interesting for you to say. I've never yeah. thought about it that way because I yeah. think like when you brought it up, I was like, I don't really need a text the next day. Um, but yeah, you're right. I guess men, and I'm just assuming like we're just going off of like the fact that like we're 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 talking about like straight stuff. Mm-hmm. But like men don't really know what women's bodies go through to like after uh, sex. After Yo, sex, yeah. And we don't talk about so it enough much. either. Our pH ourselves. balance is off now. Yeah. Whether we do it without a without protection or oh, with protection, there's yeah. so many concerns. Mm-hmm. Whether you use a condom or not, there are so many concerns and things we have to deal with with our 
our body after we yeah. have sex with someone. If there are yeah. men listening, UTIs, bacterial vaginosis, mm-hmm. your legs Yeast are sore, infection. your body's sore. Yeah. Your, you, like, your vag just hurts. Everything hurts. Yeah. You could be bleeding. Come. You just don't know. And we don't, yes. it's not something that we want to share. any type of anal play, that's it. Like, yeah. Yeah, it might hurt when I go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. There are so many There's things so that can Yeah, literally. Happen. Yeah. I think From a lot sex. of people think that, like, the text the next day is, like, an emotional thing. But literally, just it's check just if check I'm in. okay. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Like, there was only one time I guess I wouldn't have wanted a text. But I feel like yeah. it was, Well, you, you know, know what, though? Yeah, I will, you're right. I will also say, like, yeah, sure. There are probably people thinking out there, like, listening to this, being like, well, why doesn't the girl send the text? Sure, we could send the text. But then, guys... There's a 50-50 chance that this man now is probably like, oh, shit, she caught feelings. You know what I mean? And it's like, nah, I really just want to, like, you know, maybe share with you, like, what's happening to my body. You know what I mean? Or, like, and the thing is, like, the conversation doesn't necessarily be, it doesn't turn into, like, hey, um, yeah, I'm a little, like, a little bit in pain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not necessarily the first conversation you have with somebody that you even have, like, a one-night stand with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just, it for me, it just sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure for many women, and it, it does, And it doesn't right? have to be a conversation. It doesn't have to be like, hey, how are you? It could just be like, I had a good time. How are you feeling? Yeah. Like 100%. something very, you know, it can be very yeah. simple, very like straightforward. Yeah. I hope you made um, it home okay. How are you feeling? Or yeah. I made it home okay. Yeah. yeah, whatever it may be. It's but just, also yeah. like if you don't text, that's cool too. We just know like you're a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and women talk. And yeah. that's the thing. Like I've had conversations where me and other women that I might even not necessarily be friends with, but we'll mm-hmm. talk and we know. Yeah. We'll t- and I'll be like, oh, girl, no, he's an asshole. And now yeah. <laughs> you're less likely to get some. So yeah, go a, ahead and be an fact. asshole. Yeah, but yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, something else that, speaking of tweets, I don't know, did you find yours? The one no, that I you were. I couldn't. Okay. I liked it. I found there was something on Instagram that had me shook and it said, men are like, I'm sorry if me dating you made you think I wanted to date you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true that, that's a true is, that so is every single crazy. one that of them that shit is so real they'll really have you out here <sighs> meeting their parents or whatever it may be oh my god being like I want to meet your mom I want to meet your family I want to meet and okay like, you're getting like me a... excited that's cool that's yeah. really sweet you know or like depending on you know how the connection is right mm-hmm. and then you just are like I mean obviously like now having experienced that so many times i'm like okay whatever like yeah. you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about but if this was like last year two or three years ago i'd yeah. have been like oh where he like likes me that's cool you know and then when they fall off you go through this emotional mind fuck thinking that you're a crazy person thank mm. god for instagram and memes because all my crazy thoughts have now been validated yeah yes, that finally yes, literally are right. real and finally they we all have somewhere where we can be like <laughs> You'd be like, oh my God, you feel that way too? We yeah. all feel that way. What? Yeah. 10,000 retweets? Whatever. Everyone feels like <laughs> Yes, yes. I know. Show like, us the stats. Come on. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Yeah, <laughs> oh I think it's so crazy when you... This is why my way of dating has become very protection based Mm -hmm, like just mm -hmm. protecting myself by any means necessary Mm. and a lot of times that means detaching myself unless I really really like you I very much detach myself because I've gotten let down so many times times. with guys that really put out all of these signals that make me think that they want to date me or be with me in some type Mm -hmm. of way past just having sex and then it becomes a whole thing of lies and tears and mm-hmm. bullshit so i'm just like you know what 
Mm-hmm. I've detached myself a lot in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. What's crazy is like we were just talking about this in the car on the way here. Um, I forget the question that you had asked, uh, but or you, you were talking about like I forget it was just something along the lines of um, like kind of like detached dating. Yeah, right. You were talking about how like you just are like you want to be like a free spirit, like you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it takes it, there's probably like one percent of the population that can actually just like freely date without just like getting hurt and like but is still like emotionally aware like i'm i'm finally at a point where i'm like okay i can look past somebody's trauma and look into their soul and try to at least understand their intention Mm -hmm. but like and i'm not even perfect at it you know what i mean like i haven't Mm -hmm. put myself back out into the dating world since i've had these quote-unquote realizations and you know freedom emotional freedom but Mm -hmm. like it really takes us it takes so much like falling and picking yourself back up and pain and tears and crying Mm -hmm. and releasing and therapy and you know friends and people to like talk to to get to a point where you're like okay i can see this person i can hear this person i can hear their story i can understand their story i can now look into what they're actually trying to tell me what they're versus what they're trying to tell me with their actual words and then look into their soul and then read their entire life story. Mm. That is so much work that a lot of mm-hmm. people don't mm-hmm. know how to do. And it takes so many scenarios over and over and over to the point where you're like, I'm not going to cry about this because you're the one that's hurting, not me. Mm. You know what I mean? You're just projecting all your you know, trauma Ugh, onto actually, me. We project so much. Once we get older, I oh. realize in our friendships with yeah. men, Everyone's, we project a lot. We project so much. Mm. Yeah. It's, and it's so hard to like, it's so hard to tame, you know? It's yeah, so hard definitely. to like, just bring it back down to ground level. It's so hard to be like, okay, I'm not going to get emotionally caught up. You don't really, you can't control it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you can, yeah. but you can't. You know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you just meet that one person that just like, you know, just fucking picks you off your feet and is like, damn, who is this person? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like my energy just got, like my yeah. whole soul is moving right now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And you just lose control. And it's hard to bring yourself back down. Yeah. It's fucked Yeah. Um, <laughs> I found it. Okay, good. You found say. the tweet. Okay. Yeah, it's like a series of tweets. Thank you. I was like, you know, this is probably something Tiffany retweeted, and I was 100% right. Oh, awesome. Okay. <laughs> so I checked her profile. Um, so this person, Femina, um, like, tweeted... I really wish conversations about sex could get past the ideas that sex is either so holy that you can do it with one person or so meaningless you really shouldn't give a fuck about the people you sleep with. Sex is holy Mm. because it's connection. You can do it with any number of people without treating those people like they're disposable objects. Also, a thing being holy doesn't mean that that thing or anything is anything but connective. You don't have to make love for the sex you have to be connective and holy, you can fuck. So mm. I guess mainly what I was focused on like was like not treating people that you hook up with like disposable. Yeah. Know, like it's really hard. We're at, at a point where like luckily there's more conversation about like being in the middle. But mm. I think like of course like you know originally conversation around sex was like back back in the day was like oh, it's only man and wife, like, da-da-da, don't be a hoe. And then conversation eventually, like, shifted and, like, you know, it's like, yeah, hook up with anyone you want, like, you know, but I feel like um, that conversation was kind of taken and, like, changed and, like, made into, like, 
well, like, you shouldn't catch feelings. Like, you know, people who are, like, yeah. in situationships or friends with benefits situations. Mm-hmm. I know so many people who, like, they're friends with benefits or whatever you would call them. The person they're hooking up with is, like, you know, um, disrespecting them. But they're made to believe that, like, oh, well, this is what I should expect. Yeah, because like, you we're know, not in a relationship. We're not in a relationship. Right. Yeah. So, like, da-da-da-da. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if we're not in a relationship. Like, if yes like, i'm sharing myself with you Are exactly you there's mm-hmm. a connection yeah. there's a connection there and if you can't text me back like mm-hmm. at the yeah, very minimum no. yeah or at least tell me to manage my expectations like mm-hmm. maybe the the person you know maybe you're texting them way too often and they they're not they don't have the yeah. capacity right fucking say that say that oh like my you gosh, owe yes. that to to someone any person you have any sort of i believe like you know we have uh, some level of responsibility to like anyone in our lives you mm-hmm. know some level yes. of commitment Absolutely. um to the point where it's like to my detriment but i especially believe like if you're having sex with someone you definitely have a level of commitment yes. to them you've you've like you know you've engage them Mm -hmm. and i think that so quickly people will be like well i told her i didn't want or i told him i didn't want anything serious so he can't expect me to call back or text back or Mm -hmm. um you know like or you know sometimes people will hook up with you and then like not talk to you for weeks and then hit you up again and i'm like nah that's not it so the thing is when you have sex with someone that is the most physically possible like closeness you can have with someone. That's the mm-hmm. closest that someone can get to me. I can hug everyone, but like <laughs> I can hug ten people, but someone that I have sex with is way closer to me yeah, than absolutely. that person. The ten yeah. people I had sex like hugged, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting that close to me, that intimate mm-hmm. with me, you need to respect me. The golden rule: treat yeah. people the way that you want to be treated. Exactly. You, that's something so simple, but when it comes to like someone being intimate with you and me like giving you my body to that extent Mm -hmm. and this is coming from someone who's had multiple partners but like Mm -hmm. understands that i have to treat these people like we you know like we have a connection even if i'm doing this with other people throughout the week yeah it's crazy like even if you're my tuesday yes (laughs) even if you're the guy i'm having sex with on mondays on monday Mm -hmm. i am like i'm giving you my attention i'm not looking on my phone i'm not Mm -hmm. you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's the little things yeah i can give you like respect and care and you can be enough for me in the moment that we're together exactly and it doesn't have to be anything really deep and Mm -hmm. i don't have to we don't have to be emotionally attached to a certain extent but we have Mm -hmm. to be respectful of each other you're in my space yeah i'm in your space like and you mm -hmm. know what's crazy like that's such a that's like a mentality that we were taught in like elementary school like Mm -hmm. be nice to people yeah yeah it's just it's literally like we were taught that from childhood you know what i mean and it's like i mean obviously like you know things get in the way and like we forget like that simple simple concept but that's just like kind of like what it comes back to right it's Mm -hmm. like treat people how you want to be treated be nice to people like you know sometimes we lose it there's some things Mm -hmm. we learned growing up though that we need to go back to yeah like remove did your parents tell you only say something nice uh, only say don't say anything if you're not going to say something nice or whatever what did they used to say um don't Oh, shit. I you're not gonna say something nice, nice don't say it at all yeah. or whatever yeah, yeah. nah yeah. <laughs> everything i say ain't gonna be nice but you can yeah. say it in a yeah. respectful yeah. way yeah. but that's something else we also need like yeah. this yeah. what i'm saying may hurt the person in the moment 
But because like, you know, it's a lot to take in. I might be telling you like, actually, I want to have multiple partners. Mm -hmm. This may not be what you're expecting, but this is what I've decided. I want to have multiple partners. That might hurt you in some capacity. However, I would rather tell you that than for me to later on end up hurting you in a way worse way or you find out in some you know, hurtful, more hurtful. Yeah. Way. Yeah. So that's what I was just going to say too. Like there's the other side of it where it's like, all right, if, if some, if you know, Ooh, no, you're good. Oh, if sorry. somebody says word like, okay, I told her or him that this is just like what it was going to be. And the other person just kind of went in like kind of blind being like, okay, whatever. We're just hooking up and then caught feelings. It's like that, that, that initial, like, like knowing what you want mm-hmm. on both sides needs to, you know, kind of happen. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to make it so clear, but you have to like also need to know yourself as a part of that. Okay. Right? Yes. I have some questions or like a couple of question statements. Mm-hmm. So do you believe if someone truly is like, yo, I don't want, like, I don't want anything serious, blah, blah, blah. And assuming that, from the rip they're both like it's just like really primarily a physical thing Mm -hmm. do you believe that someone could truly catch feelings without in a sense being let on you know like how what makes someone um maybe this is another episode what makes someone (laughs) catch feelings you know what i mean because i feel like um if you're creating boundaries like would you still catch those feelings i think when you go into a, a space of like all right we're just hooking up Mm-hmm. that casualty becomes attractive and somebody's mm. like oh word she's just down to hook up all right cool and then they're like oh wait she's like actually pretty chill because she's just down to hook up yeah mm. but then the happen, moment yeah, that girl becomes the girlfriend and she's like okay this is a deeper more intimate part of me yeah. and he, well it could be a guy or girl whatever the case is once somebody becomes more intimate is like okay well now i'm gonna set the expectations because i don't want to be treated the way like I want to be treated like a girlfriend not just a hookup buddy mm-hmm. that's yeah. where I think it becomes problematic because sometimes people don't know how to like express that part mm. if you're just casually hooking up I think that eventually what what makes it complicated is we're human mm-hmm. and if and even if we're just hooking up it's gonna end yeah everything mm-hmm. ends at some point yeah mm-hmm. unless you go into it like I want to have a boyfriend me I want to have a girlfriend da, 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 mm-hmm. and then it's like okay well then we know that we're both working toward a relationship but if you're going into it like oh we're just like we're being casual that Mm -hmm. means that it's going to end at some point so i think that we like get in our heads a lot Mm -hmm. and then it becomes this like i don't know where i was going with this (laughs) i was trying to make a very specific point and i lost it it has something to do with like can you catch feelings if those like boundaries are actually set in place yeah you can catch feelings and then what? oh 100 percent. like i mean <laughs> i had a boyfriend in college who literally just like we were like yeah we're just gonna hook up and then we had a full-blown two-year relationship and i was like not really i can't remember i think we were both like all right we gotta stop hooking up we gotta stop hooking up but it was just like such a ridiculous thing to say because mm-hmm. we couldn't stop hooking up and then we just ended up being together because i was like well i think i want to like see other people and he was like wait what and i was like no i love you but that's how it happened like we ended up having like a full-blown relationship because i mean granted we were like much younger but yeah 
if I was like at this age, I mean, I know myself a lot more now and I'm like, I just know I'm not going to date you. Like I'll, I'll know instantly. There was like, I was watching like this, like some YouTube video of like Steve Harvey and his like dating show or whatever. And he's like, a woman knows in 180 seconds if she's going to like fuck with the dude or not. And I was like, yo, it's like some statistic that's out there. That's like been based off of like research, you know, I never trust those statistics. (laughs) Who did they interview? Steve Harvey. No one, anyone that I know has ever been like a part of this research so i'm like who are you interviewing sure you're right <laughs> but like i get what is this I, case study i'm sure yeah, it's valid in some way in kansas yeah, yeah like yeah. are these people like my people you know yeah i don't no, know about true, all that true, true. but it's just so interesting it's like i don't know i think like i mean it's a great question it's a great point to bring up but it's like you just don't know because some people could be like you know i have friends who were like yeah i had a one night stand with this dude and now we're married you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like and i know many women that are in that scenario you know everyone's situation is different i'm i was i'm in that situation where like it started out i was like literally fucking everybody when me and my (laughs) boyfriend got together like i was i had no idea i was going to end up catching feelings for him like i felt really stupid honestly i was like mad at myself i was looking at the mirror like no (laughs) don't do it you're liking him like i was telling myself like stop like i literally had to just like keep saying like stop liking him but i was like letting him spend the night i was at a point where like you can't even spend the night and the first night we hooked up i was like so and oh and i had this thing going over like after a first date i'll be like coming back to my place but with him, we had our first date and like I dropped him off and like I yeah. like went back to my place and that was it. And like it was just it, I knew I noticed like things were being different, you know, mm-hmm. in our yeah. situation. And yeah, like the romance just kind of like develops awesome natural, which, which yes. is really which is really fucking awesome. True. It's just so beautiful. Right. But then it gets like complicated because I went into it like, yeah, I'm not looking for anything right now. Yeah. <laughs> and but Listen, you, if the love is meant to be there, it'll come right back. For sure. Even yeah. If you don't want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you think like, <laughs> it's, when do you think is a good time to have like the intentions talk? And like, what is there? Is it, as soon is as there it a time? Start, as soon as it pops up in your head. That's how Instantly. I feel. That's how, yeah. I feel like, yo, it could be like the next day. Yeah. And I'm totally, and some people don't feel that way. Some people feel like it's, that's too soon. But I really feel like, yo, let me know from the rip. I think it's also just like person by person too. Yeah. Like I know that I'm the type of person that like needs to know or like needs to communicate off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, you good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'm the type of person that like needs to tell somebody off the bat just because it makes me, it gives me even more anxiety knowing that like, oh shit, I know I'm not going to hang out with this dude ever again yeah mm-hmm. because i'm like all right let me just rip the band-aid off you know what i mean just like yeah. let them know whereas some people just may not think that that's like a priority because they're just like all right whatever i'll just stop talking to them but then again that goes back to responsibility you know what i mean i think it's i, I mean like i said i think i'm just like the per- type person that's like yeah it's not gonna work sorry Bye. i think <laughs> i did something bad let's talk about this responsibility thing because i recently it. went through something where i feel like i i was bad or like maybe you guys can tell me like if I was being irresponsible in this okay. situation. So I love this real life. Yes. So this guy I was dating, um, over like in the winter. We were dating and like it was very up and down with us because I really liked him, but then like there were things that were just like kind of it just wasn't working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the guy that was separated and that mm-hmm. and I knew that like 
he was definitely separated. I spent time at this person's home and like he yeah. like I knew that his then like his I guess we can say his wife wasn't <laughs> it's weird saying that but no, no, his no, wife know, know. didn't like live in philly or anything mm-hmm. so like but anyway so this guy like i liked him but it was very on and off because there were things that i just didn't like that he did along the way that turned me off completely mm-hmm. so i started mm-hmm. acting weird and i feel like i was like making it obvious that i didn't like him anymore he was mm-hmm. like because i'm very like touchy right yeah. and i said that from the beginning and i was very touchy in the beginning and then he started doing shit that turned me off and i was i was like I don't, he asked me like, do you like that I'm affectionate with you? And I was like, not really. And at the time he was like touching me and I really yeah. wanted him to stop. Oh, <laughs> so no. I was like, I was like, um, not really. Like you're doing the most right Why now. Why do you think you weren't being honest with yourself in that moment? No, I was. I was honestly saying I didn't want him touching me. <laughs> <laughs> Why no, I, I mean, him? because I there were, because I, you know what it was? I was trying to feel the way I did in the beginning because mm. I really like our first day was great mm. and I really liked him so I'm like what is happening like well I knew what was happening but I'm like maybe I can like you know brush that off let us see but I know how I am so if I can go like a more than a week without seeing a person or hanging yeah. out with the person I'm dating and I'm not dating anyone else yeah I'm yeah. like whatever so I had a really interesting scenario last year um all right, without dropping any names, obviously, but I was dating this guy, mm-hmm. and I was literally dating this person. Like, culture has really fucked me up. Let's just mm. put it this way. But I was dating this guy because he was the perfect ex- example of somebody who wasn't, like, didn't fit the box, mm. but, like, was still respectful. Like, wasn't he, was, he wasn't South Asian, but he was, like, was still respectful, very, mm-hmm. like, kind human um like whatever had a good job like whatever right um but i was just dating him because i was trying to prove a point to my family Mm. and the thing is is that i avoided because i realized probably like a month and a half in that i really wasn't that into him and i was just like doing it just for like that reason just to prove Mm -hmm. a point to my family and i was like oh shit like I gotta tell this dude like somehow some way that I'm just not that into him and like I prolonged it out of fear of his reaction because mm-hmm. he was so fucking emotional yeah. and I'm saying that out of anger because it was just like super annoying to deal with sometimes um, but I didn't tell him from the rip like when I initially started to feel that way I was just like because I, I also couldn't necessarily wrap my head around like why I was feeling the way it was because I was like alright he's cool he's fun like we have a good time together it's super casual I and I was like excuse me and I was like why do I feel this way I was like I thought everything was good and I was like yeah but and I was still like sleeping with him I mean like we were like in a relation like a mini relationship I I guess you could say but I was just like I need to like tell him but then I was like fearful of just being like all right yo like we we got to break up you know what I mean because and he had a really fucking emotional reaction like it was bad we got into a fight like it was like it got like not physical at me but like just like physical in like other ways but I was like, this is exactly what I was trying to avoid. But if I just had the right conversation in like mm. a much more clear way and I just didn't fear him like being like mm-hmm. corny and like walking out. Yeah. Like, so my issue was that I never said I never said anything <coughs> to this person. Mm. So that's why I was saying, like, I think I did something bad because mm. this person I said, to, well, this is what I said. I told him I am reconnecting with my ex. 
That's. Mm. I felt like that's all I really needed to say. Yeah, you don't need. To I felt like I no. need all I needed to. Say, you know, like I didn't necessarily say where me and him stood. Yeah. I just said like you know like me and my ex are we're reconnecting or whatever, and mm-hmm. he was just like yeah, like you know just responded, and then I didn't say anything. I was like all right, cool. We had that conversation. <laughs> I'm thinking it's like over and done with, but he has he still like texts me. Oh. So <laughs> and. But mind you, like, this guy is a really nice person, but, like, we had, I had, like, Mm. doubts, you know, about, like, where things would be going, whether I was, you know, things were, and I honestly don't really know why completely. Maybe that's why I was, like, holding on a little bit, because I'm Mm. like, I don't really know, at the time. Yeah. Before me and my ex. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, wait. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, like, maybe, so I think this is, like, the best, like, Think I can think of in terms of just like any relationship that you have with any other person. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes we like think, or I personally think to go to the person and be like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to learn how to do is ask myself, like, what do I want? Like, you mm-hmm. know, and then go to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe like that's something you need to like consider. I think it takes a certain. I think it takes a certain level of like experience and maturity though to get there to the like to the point mm-hmm. where you're like all right I'm confident enough to have this conversation because if this was last yeah. year I, w- I was still struggling to have that conversation of being like yo I don't think that this is this is right you know what I mean yeah. I think I should be direct yeah 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 and I'm a very direct like person. what you what you want like maybe you, you think he's a really cool person and no no like <laughs> friends are you gonna say that y- yeah I mean no. for the sake of just for <laughs> sake. For the sake of no, because I tried that and it did not work. Yeah. I talked to this person about something going on in my personal life, yeah. Yeah. and his reaction was very Capricorn-like. Sorry, but well, <laughs> Capricorn man-like. Yeah, it was just I was like, you're being. I was talking about something that was a very emotionally based story, like situation, and he's yeah. like, well, like his reaction was just so <laughs> logical. Like it was the exact yeah. opposite of what I wanted. There was no catering to like my needs in an emotional way at all yeah. so I was just like I mean but is that so logical yeah. then it was very solution based I should say yeah, that I, like yeah, my true. what I was talking about was and I c- kind of made it clear that like oh I don't need you to like oh give me you know Advice I'm kind of just venting to you I said that because you know I realized that guys don't always realize that you just need to talk yep. um, so I said yes. oh actually <laughs> I kind of just like need to talk about this so I went on continued talking and this person continued to tell me and then and then said to me I don't really know why you called me. You know I'm not good with stuff like this. And I was like, <laughs> so what are you good for? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm like, dang, like you're really. Mm. Just like, so, yeah. I think if he texts you again, just be like, hey, just so you know, um, I know I mentioned this before, but like, you know. No, see, what I'm realizing is maybe I don't, I don't know if I should make it about me and my partner being back together because I don't think he yeah, thinks that's true a factor. And also, it shouldn't like yeah, you shouldn't have to bring up. Yeah, no, I honestly just maybe enough. need to tell him like as far as you and I. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think if you but just should have noticed that a minute ago, but I guess I can't say yeah. that someone should notice yeah. something because I've gone I through mean, this multiple times. There will be guys that I will not text back for a year. 
Yeah, shit. And then still, like, okay. it won't be like every day, but like, yeah. like you know, four times a year you don't text me. Throughout this year, you don't text me, and like, mm-hmm. you, it's just crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They men think very differently from us. So anyway, yeah. Um, I think we talked about a lot. <laughs> I feel like we should have pile back on again. Um. There's if you so want that, write, write <laughs> in the comments that you want that. Like, <laughs> share the podcast with someone. We'll check. Hey. Um, so shout out your podcast again. My podcast is called The Dating Culture. And it's yes. talking about, yeah, we touch on like South Asian culture and like the frustrations. But it's also a deeper dive into breaking apart uh, like taboo subjects around dating mm. and really just kind of understanding ourselves versus projecting all of our issues onto other people and understanding like things like culture and dating, mental health and dating, sexuality mm. and dating, even like religion and dating and how and why we come into the dating world with a checklist. And so it's really like understanding that checklist and where it stems from. So, um, give it a listen because it's really intense and deep and emotional and fun and light and funny. Um, and it's hopefully light and deep. It's, <laughs> it can be some both. episodes are light. Some episodes are deep. <laughs> but we did a little episode together, me and Miss Deb, but you know, yes, yeah, yes. it's cool. It's fun. It's a lot of, um, a lot of emotions. So yeah, give it a listen. It's called the dating culture and the handle is at the dating culture on Instagram. Yes. Awesome. Yay. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on, Pyle. Thank you. Yeah. This is great. I love talking. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this just really became us hanging out and talking and forgetting that <laughs> like, the mics are here. I, I had to ask Lionel what time we were at. <laughs> when he said an hour and 20 minutes, Ooh. I was like, all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all right. Beautiful. Hope you guys um, like today's episode. Um, you can find us online on Twitter. We're on Twitter now at yes. Ho Hopeless. Ho Hopeless. On Instagram at The Ho and the Hopeless. If you need advice, email us at the H and the H at gmail.com. And or slide in our DMs, you know. Yeah, that too. <laughs> slide. All right. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.